when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? Did you buy those? How big do We're back. Back to even. My name is Jeff. My name is Jeff. And I am joined by my lovely co-host. Ben. Ben Samf. <laughs> How you doing, bud? Good, brother. How you doing? I'm living. Uh, living. Living the... You know, it's been a long week, though. Um, so yeah. I'm glad to be back fucking doing this. Obviously, you know, like I took a, like a week off on my other pod. Just had a lot going yeah. on. Couldn't get it out. Couldn't make it work, so... Yeah, but this can't miss appointment for me, my man. Can't miss appointment. I know. Um, I love it, dude. I'm. We've got some good feedback. Uh, the ten listeners. Just kidding. I don't know how many there is. I don't care. But people, um, people have liked it. They loved the soundboard last week, so I'm excited to drop some more of that. Uh, yeah, and I'm queued up. It, man. Uh, what's that? I said I'm queued up. Right. Like yeah, I, I love I, it. I've been hunting. Trying to find, uh, you know, because we do talk a little bit about what we're going to get into, right? And so I've been trying to find, like, sound bites that I know would be, like, uh, fitting for, for what we're talking about. So, so yeah. yeah, I've been trying to up the production, right? We're trying to trying to raise the bar a little bit, right? Right. On our zero-dollar budget production. Damn right. Damn right. Amen. I love it, dude. What have oh, you been up to? It. How are you doing? Dude, I'm good. It's been a week. Um, busy week. Uh, you know, just living the dream out in AZ. It's been cold. My dad's coming to town this weekend. Ton's going back home to New Mexico. So, you know, just, uh, you know, no Vikes football this weekend. That's for sure. Yeah, that's a bummer. You want to cut yeah. into this or you, I mean, we want to open this vein this early? Yeah, dude, I think we have to. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, I will. I'll start. Um, yeah, because, I mean, you were riding hard. Boy, was I. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, for sure. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I get frustrated and upset like we all do because we're fans. And then Ton will be like, I'm sorry they lost. And it's like, it's okay. I don't coach for the Vikings. I didn't spend my whole week trying to get ready to beat the Giants. I didn't do that. So I know that I'm just a fan. I know there's other people that take it way harder than we do. Uh, for sure. That's for sure. But, man, dude, that was tough. Um, saw it coming. I said it on my pod, if you listen, which came out after the fact, you know, recorded before the fact, came out after the fact. I said to Ross Hawley, I said, I know the Giants are going to break my heart this weekend and they did they did it um as we're recording this today i mean it's obviously coming out tomorrow but the vikings fired an ed donatello today which i know everybody thinks that's going to be a saving grace um who's ed donatello he's the he's the dc the defensive coordinator oh i thought that was ed donatello oh maybe that whatever sure (laughs) i was like shit. did we get a ninja turtle on the coaching staff might have Donatello, yeah, <laughs> could have. Um, but I mean, I know KOC was a big three-four guy, and you can go back to like his intro stuff. Like he he thinks the three-four is the hardest, so just getting rid of him isn't going to magically fix the defense. And I hope people understand that. Like that defense is old, and it's going to look a lot different next year. It has to look a lot different, otherwise, it's going to be the same thing. I mean, it's yeah. at the end of the day, it's. It's the scheme for sure. You wasted Daniil. You know, he's not an outside linebacker. Dropping him into coverage is stupid, but that's all the way to the head coach. I mean, he picked the guys he wanted, you know. Yep. 
learning experiment. It sucks that it happened this year, but so it is what it is, dude. Uh, so you know, you you said he KOC is a three four guy, and yeah. like it, it, and you said it was like the is that the hardest to learn or the hardest to play against if you do it? He well? thinks it's the hardest to defend against. Like to like to like as an offensive mind, he thinks that's the hardest to to prepare for is a three four defense, and that can be true if you have the right guys. The Minnesota Vikings did not have the right guys to do it, so you wasted it. You're like, I remember, I mean, Zimmer was a three four guy too, but when he came, we didn't have the guys for it, so he right. just ran with the four three and then yep. moved into the four two, which is everybody runs nickel defense now, so. Yeah, just run a 4-2 defense and be creative with your games. That's all you got to do. It's not that hard. It's just a game of football. Yeah. It's – I don't know enough about the X's and O's, right? Um, I just watch the games. I'm a fan, right? But right. it's it's definitely – it was one of those things that fairly early on in the season you could just see didn't pass the eye test. For sure. You know, we were getting extremely lucky. The Vikings were getting extremely lucky in catching every break. Yes. That was humanly possible, right? Literally. 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 From, you know, I, that cornerback stripping that one uh, that one receiver uh, and running it back <laughs> for a touchdown to, you know, the Bills fumble on the goal line. I mean, you name it, right? Like, there were so many of those moments that had they gone the other way, uh, it's probably a yeah. nine and eight football team. Right. Yeah. And then we lose in the first round of the playoffs or they lose. I, I don't like to say we, cause I don't work with the Vikings, but they lose in the first round of the playoffs. And right. uh, then we as fans are like, Oh, that's okay. I mean, it is a oh, good first season. That's the hardest thing to remember too. As a fan, that's a guy that called plays for the first time this year. And that's a guy that was a head coach for the first time this year. And that's a really productive year one. And that's a lot. I mean, we talked about it on my pod. That's a hell of a lot better than we ever thought they'd be. Right. For so. sure. For sure. And you know, I'm, it was a lot of fun, right? Like I'm super jacked. I was, I had a ton of fun during the year, which is all you can ask for. It's entertainment at the end of the day. Right. 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 And I enjoyed almost every weekend, and as I said last week, right, like when, when they lost, it was just fucking over. So it didn't like my heart was never broken. There were never any close losses or missed field goals that I, you know, was shaking my head about, you know, kicking, kicking a tire or, you know, you know, right. pounding a beer in frustration or whatever. Right. Like there was none of that. It was just, it was either thrilling victories or whew, defeats. Right. So. From a fan and you know entertainment perspective, I was loving it. From a traditional, my old school or older school mentality of, you know, you're either, you either win the Super Bowl or you get the first pick. Those are the only two yeah. successful years in the NFL, right? If if you don't win the Super Bowl, you failed, and if you don't get the first pick, right, you're you're swimming uphill in the draft. And I just look at this team, and you know. They talked a lot about a competitive rebuild. Well, I don't think they expected this. No. And they are set up for some serious pain moving forward, in my opinion. There's just a yeah. lot of big contracts, a lot of old players, 
legacy dudes um, that unfortunately I think like it's going to be a wildly different team next year and they're going to have to do a lot to improve quickly if they're going to try to improve quickly because they right. only got four fucking or five draft picks because they're getting a compensatory one, I guess. Um, could get up to two. So well, we could have six total. So. Okay. But I know you're like a big draft equity guy or you've mm-hmm. talked about it and it never, like I never thought about it. Right. But just like taking from next year and trading next year's pick to maybe get a couple picks this year. And you can kind of just keep going down the road because there's always next year. Right. Right. Yes, absolutely. And so I like, I wonder what the hell they're going to do, you know, cause when you look at the D right. I, who sticks yeah. around? Like is, in my opinion, like Smith's gone. Pat yeah, Pete's dude. gone. Kendricks is gone. Probably Hunter's gone. Or one of them, Hunter or Zedarius. I don't know. Yeah. It's um so I'm a I'm a football nerd. Like I yep. think everybody that listens to this podcast knows that, right? Like that's pretty pretty apparent. Yeah. Um if you want to have some fun, there's a website called Spot. I'd say it's it's Spo Track or Spot Track, whatever, but it's what I go to all the time to look at like the salary cap numbers, and it tells you like it's broken out like the next like couple years of their contracts, and like if you cut them before this day, like how much money sure. is dead cap, right? Like all that shit. Yep. So you can go on there, and they have like uh like a salary cap manager. So like as a fan, like you could be like, okay. What can the Vikings do? So, like, right now the Vikings are almost $14 million over the cap. So they're they're in destination fucked, right? So there's got to be some changes, and that's with the guys, only the guys that are under contract next year. So if you go through and you restructure Brian O'Neill base salary, take it from $9 million to $10 million, or from $19 million to $10 million, which you have to do. Brian O'Neill's great, but you can't be paying uh, – freaking right tackle $20 million next year. That can't be a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So there you go. You get that money back. And then sorry, Vikings fans. Yeah. I think, let's see if you restructure Adam Thielen, you right. can only save $5 million, but if you cut him, you save almost seven. So Adam Thielen's gone and now the Vikings are in the black and they have money. So then you go down the line and that's where it gets tough for Vikings fans. I think Minnesota fans probably in general, and I, it's probably fans everywhere, but I've always noticed. And like, we talked about Joe Maurer on here once, like mm-hmm. the Vikings, like people love people from Minnesota and for sure. uh, Adam Thielen and I are 31 years old. Okay. We're, we're the same age. Dang. That's old in the NFL, dude, for sure. Especially for a wide receiver. Absolutely. When athletes are getting better and better, look at a guy like KJ. He was a six round pick. Yep. BC Johnson's got hurt two years in a row. He's a stud when he's in. He's a six round pick. So there's somebody out there that we can get, and then you just get rid of that money. But I think the biggest one that's going to hurt Vikings fans is Harrison Smith. Yeah. That's the big question mark. Because if you do it on here, so you can restructure him, so you can take it from 19 million to 10 million. Right. So that puts us just under $12 million or you can cut him and you get 11, you almost get $12 million back. Mm-hmm. And, and then you go down, you just go down the line. 
Zadarius Smith's restructure is crap. It's only like four million. You cut him, you save twelve million dollars. So you restructure Brian O'Neill, cut Adam Thielen, cut Harrison Smith, and release Zadarius Smith. You now are twenty-two million dollars under the cap, just like that. Interesting. And there's all these things like if you restructure Kirk, like you push it out more, you save money, then you can like with $22 million, you can extend JJ for a long time. Like it just gives you room to play with. And then you can go after some younger free agents. Would so you, would you restructure Kirk? Have to dude. We are not in a spot where at a sh- if we were shittier and we're like top 10 picks in the draft, I would say, fuck it, get rid of him run with one of these young kids, you know, you got a shot to get a, a rookie, right? Run with them, see what happens. Uh, but we're, the Vikings are at like 23. So mm-hmm. you gotta, you have to, you have to roll with Kirk for two more years. And they said they were. So you run with him for a couple more years, dude. And he did well. Like I know everybody wants to point to the last play of the game. But it doesn't come down to that. And if you watch the last play, the guy had nowhere else to throw the ball. He had no time. Yeah. So just got to make changes, man. It's part of pro sports. And you just see it more in football than anywhere else, right? Like, because guys come and go quick and the money gets bigger and bigger. And so. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I mean, the cap always goes up, right? It's just going to continue to go up. Correct. Which is a blessing in disguise. Um, Yes. But going back to your point of like Minnesota fans, right? And like. I think that's why they're in the situation they're in is they had these guys and they tried to keep them all. They tried to keep every single one. And when you look at, when you look at the dynasties, uh, just these teams that are good for a long time, they don't, you, you have to make decisions because it's not feasible. And look, age sucks, but when you get older, you get worse. And, you know, the Chiefs, they got rid of Tyree Kill, right? And they're doing fine. Yeah. Right? Patrick Mahomes can still throw the ball to people. And, you know, the Patriots, they would, I mean, it was clockwork. When they would reach the end of the rookie deal, if they didn't take a team-favorable contract, they were gone. Yeah, They'd for sure. They'd find somebody else because they didn't want to be in that cap hell. Now, granted, they also had a quarterback who was – not taking market value, which helped them significantly. But, again, that blueprint was laid out of right. don't hang on to, you know, don't get married. You're not getting married to these guys. You're renting them. That's the way the league that, is. That's the best way to look at it. And has Adam Thielen been a great story? For sure. 100%. Dude, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, Minnesota State, then he's a Viking. He's going to have, there's going to be a 19 in the ring of honor someday. Like it doesn't matter. Like he's got 50 career, whatever, you know, he's like, he's up there on all these stats. Harrison is probably going to the hall of fame and he might restructure or he might say, cut me, I'll take my money and I'll come back for cheaper. There's guys that don't want to leave. And that's where, you know, they have to understand like for the betterment of the team, are you going to give up more to stay here or do you, do you value yourself that high? And that's why, like you said that stuff about Tom, that's why Tom Brady is one of my favorite athletes of all time, because he was in on the team and winning when he was never one of the highest paid quarterbacks, dude, he just wanted to win, go get guys to get me to fucking win. 
Yeah. And I love that. I love that about him. Mm-hmm. And you just need more of those guys, man. Yeah. And I, I, I hope they – I hope the team – and I'm assuming Kwesi is – he. Yeah, I shouldn't – he knows what the fuck he's doing. He's not an idiot. He's obviously a very intelligent Correct. guy. And yes. he'll, he'll go down this path. I just hope that they don't succumb to the Minnesota fan pressure of – you know, got to keep these guys because they're homegrown, they're ours. And again, they're not. Like, if that's what you want, again, we'll never win a Super Bowl. We're going to continue right. to be – actually, we'll just climb up the ranks. We're the – you know, we have the fifth most playoff appearances of all time. Right. The top 16 teams in the playoff appearances all have won a Super Bowl. But the Minnesota Vikings. Except the Minnesota Vikings. We're just mired in mediocrity. We keep hanging around that Mendoza line a couple years above, a year or two below. You know, we never get too high. We never get too low. And that's because, and I think a lot of that recent, recently is because of that, right? We just got to hang on to, to our guys. And, you know, we pay them way more than they're worth when they're worth it, right? Right. And let somebody else do that, right? Like, you might be able to pick up one of those guys later on down the road. I don't know, you know, from a team who's who's doing that. Good for you. But, like, you can't keep every stud that you draft. You can't Correct. pay them all max contracts. Otherwise, you're fucked. You have no depth. You get yeah. old quick. You're just hamstrung. And Adam Thielen's actually 33 years old. So, even though we graduated the same year, like – Okay, that's just, I mean, another point. You can't pay a 33-year-old wide receiver $20 million. I would rather pay Justin Jefferson, who is legitimately the best in the league, $20 million. For sure. For sure. Like, you do do better with your money, right? And, yep. like, when you have a JJ, your twos and threes can be paid less because you can draft those guys. 100%. And I'm full, fully in on the running back thing, too. Like, look at all these other teams – who just draft a running back in the fourth or fifth round that yeah. fits their fucking scheme. Right. And then they do well. Like, right. That's, that's what you have to do. Like the Vikings, like, yes, Vikings fans, Minnesota fans in general, you have to get used to people going away. Like Absolutely. it's okay. Yep. Yeah. Like, the guys that the guy, like, and we have to get over the, in my opinion, you have to get over like the big names in the top of the draft. Yeah. It like, to me, starts in it like build your lines, right? Like that's where most of your capital should be spent in the draft. Like you should draft right. an offensive lineman every draft, a defensive lineman every draft, and a quarterback every draft. If you're doing that every year, you're bound to start hit. You're going to hit one of them. You know, yeah. It's unlikely to be a quarterback once every three years. You know, but maybe once every five, you find a quarterback that right. is beyond serviceable. Is a Brock Purdy is a Case Keenum is a Taylor Heineke, right? Like these guys are playing and doing well. And then eventually you strike lightning and you can find all these auxiliary and ancillary players that win Super Bowls right? in later rounds, right? Like that's yeah. what made, in my opinion, like why the Packers were so good. Granted, they had a stud quarterback, but they – and the narrative was like, oh, my God, they're not giving – you know, the quarterback, any, you know, Rodgers, any weapons. Well, they didn't need to. They were finding Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, like all these receivers in the later rounds. Because right. they're fucking everywhere. Adam Thielen was undrafted. Right. 
you know? I mean, you could go through the all-pro list of wideouts this year. I'm sure we could just pull it up. I don't know the list, but NFL, all-pros. But all I'm going to say is the wide receivers, let's see here. All-pros are probably like, unfair. Yeah. Yeah, but I was going to go, like, second. To, so, But, like, even here, okay, so, like, Justin Jefferson, though, okay, he's all pro, right? Mm-hmm. He was the 22nd overall pick, late-round draft pick. Devontae Adams was a second-round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get into, like, the, you know, the the second team, whatever, like, it just keeps going down and down, and you're like, well, you can get these guys in later round. I mean – I'll put it to you like this. Well, Tyreek Hill, he's the second team, number one. He was a fourth-round pick, I'm pretty sure, out of Oklahoma State. Everybody would love a Tyreek Hill, right? Yeah. Stephon Diggs was a fifth-round pick yep. for the Vikings. Yep. Like, Preach. they're out there. You 100%. got it. You can, you can find them. And then look what happened. Stephon Diggs gets so good. He was a fifth-round draft pick. The Vikings traded him for exactly. essentially Justin Jefferson. Straight exactly. up. That's what smart team. Smart teams do, right? Is they yes, they don't pay these positions a premium when they don't have to. Occasionally, you do, right? Like if that's what you, if that if that's your last need, right? Like for the Bills, like they knew they had something going, and they're like, "We got to get this guy, and yeah. we'll pay him and we'll keep him because Josh Allen needs somebody who can run forever as fast as hell, and he can just throw the ball ninety yards, right." And so they went and got him. They yep. like, what do you want? Two yep. firsters? Okay, cool. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, dude, I'm with you. I mean, it's nuts. Uh, I mean, it's exciting. I love the off season. I'm a big draft guy. I've already been doing mock drafts. That's fun for me to just see nice. what's who's going to be around there. And I mean, kiss Delvin goodbye too. That's fine, dude. The guy fumbles the ball all the time. He's old. Oof. Running backs don't last long. Yeah. I mean. I mean, look at Todd Gurley, dude. For years, he was the best in the league, and then the guy gets to like a six year in the league and can't find a place to play. Yeah, and fell off a cliff, him. right? And that's right. That's the way it goes. It happens yes. quick. Like Kendricks, last year, I think a lot of people would have said it was one of the best linebackers in the league, and he yeah. looked rough this year. Uh, that like third and one play where Daniil and him stretched out. Uh, it was 31, the running back, backup running back for the Giants. But they both stretched him out, and they both whiffed on the tackle, and they were both would have been like four or five-yard loss, and then the guy picks up three yards. It's like, that's the difference in a year. That right there, those guys were all pros a year ago, and they are making that play, and mm-hmm. now they're not. So it's okay to move on. Absolutely. So it'll be interesting to see what it looks like next year, what the team looks like, you know. Um, yeah. I'm optimistic because I think a lot of people love playing here and I think the word got out. So maybe they can get some guys who just want to come play for a coach in an organization that is like, as you've mentioned, like lets people be themselves and, you know, shine their shine. Right. And so hopefully they can get some of that and hopefully you can get some people who say, you know what? Yeah. I might be worth 12 mil a year, but I'm going to, I'll stick around here for nine. Cause I like the team yeah. and I like the, you know, I love the team. I love the coaches. I love the organization, whatever. So who knows? We'll see what kind of magic they work. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting. It's exciting. It's exciting because the every every team's fan base with fans with a brain is having the same conversation 100%. outside of outside of the eight teams that are left. Yeah. So you never know, dude. You never know. Oh, fucking Vikings. Jalen Ramsey to Minnesota. Get it started now. Oh. Okay. Okay. Lewis Seen, all pro. Let's go. Yeah, just speak it into existence, dude. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. John Robinson, starting running back, Minnesota Vikings, day one next year. That's the Texas kid. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Do it. Let's do it. Right? Him and Madison? Fuck it. I think Madison's gone too. But fuck it. So. Okay. Where's he at? Like, what is he on the last year of his rookie deal or something? He was, yeah. So he'll get money somewhere. I mean, people wanted to trade for him at the beginning of the year. And... Whoops. Yep. So, Changing gears a little bit. Skull. Skull. Okay. I need you to talk me off a ledge. All right, I'm listening. I sent you, uh, I think it was a tweet, of a DeMar Hamlin leaf card. <sighs> they made 100 of them, and they're selling for like $299. Yeah. Tell me why that's a good thing. Because my brain immediately goes, okay, here's somebody who got this um, this just massive outpouring of love and support and, you know, is like captured the hearts, right, uh, of everybody, right? For it's, sure. Charity blew up, all these things. And now here we are essentially like a, two weeks later and – on the outside, it looks like a quick money grab. Yes, by Leaf. Well, and him. Well, yeah, I know he partnered. I mean, continue with your take. I'm sorry. but Well, he had to have. Like, they can't make that card without him. And it's not NFL approved because there's no Bill's logo on the helmet. Yeah. So he just went like, uh, and again, like, and so where that frustrates me is like, God damn, man, like. Uh, people are the worst sometimes. And I guess like if I were to try and put a positive spin, maybe he's thinking I'll never play football again. I need to make some money. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But I saw that and my blood like almost instantly started boiling. So if you can talk me off a ledge, that'd be great. No, I'm with you on the latter part of that take. I, I mean, I'm hopeful that he returns. But there's a fact of the matter of life, right? And mm-hmm. hearts are something pretty vital to live in, right? I think everybody can agree. You need a, a working heart. So along this journey of him coming back, if one doctor says no, he can't. The NFL won't let him play. Mm-hmm. And he was a sixth-round pick two years ago. So we could look it up, but he's – I bet I – mean, I mean, what do you think your guess is? How much do you think DeMar Hamlin has made in his two years in the NFL? Total? Yep. Less than three quarters of a million? Yeah. Um, So, well, a little off. So, he's currently on a four-year, $3.6 million deal. And this year, his base 
was 825 but okay. when you get put on the IR you don't get paid interesting that that was a thing i remember them talking about or you miss a game check or something like or it's like a oh you can get that money taken away or something i don't know but i remember they said something about the bills were going to carry they were going to pay him anyways okay. so does he have a better head start than a lot of people in life two years through the league making a million and a half for sure? Absolutely. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a shittier move by leaf when people monetize off of somebody. I think it's shittier on them than it is on him because nobody knew or cared about DeMar Hamlin until his heart stopped on the football field. Right. Outside of like hardcore Buffalo fans, 100%. Correct. Or you were a Pitt Panther fan, right? Like, yep. unless you knew who this guy was and followed his career at some point, nobody knew. And then it's that's fine that everybody's empathetic and wants him to be healthy. And that was a scary situation. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not trying to take anything away. But if, if DeMar Hamlin just has a normal season and this doesn't happen, he's not even in a base card of anyone's next year. He's right. the, you know, he's the safety that started 14 games. Like he's just a guy. So I think it's just shittier on leaf and it's for them to push out a shitty product. You know, I'm a card guy as well. I mean, they suck. They don't even have NFL fucking licensing. Uh, they make shitty products. So I don't know, dude. Um, yeah, I'm kind of bigger on the, I hate when people monetize off a situation. I, and, but I understand it for him. And who knows how much he's even getting. If they're doing 210 signed cards at $99 a piece, I mean, maybe he gets two grand. I mean, who knows how much he even gets, you know? Right. And and that's where, like, to me, I look at that. It's like, I, I see he's not, you know, he's not going to make a million bucks off of this. Right. He's not going to set himself up for life. So it feels really cheap to do yeah. it that quickly. I think there's, I'm all, I'm all for, right? Like inspirational stories, right? You want to sell your rights to a movie, you know, down the road, like go for it. Like that's fine, but it's never, it, I've never seen, I shouldn't say in maybe never's uh, the wrong choice of words, but I can't remember seeing something that was that significant get turned around that quickly into a yeah. what looks like a cash grab or so something like that. And I know, again, I know the money's minuscule by comparison to what he's making. So that's where I was just like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I mean, I think I personally had a bigger problem with the bills having threes on their jerseys two weeks ago, but they didn't have threes on their jerseys last week when they played the dolphins, you know, when they first came back, it was like, Oh, we're all here for Demar. And then last week it was like, yeah, he's better. You know, it's like, I don't know, dude, sometimes that shit's like, yeah, just leave it on the Jersey. Like he's still, and I know he's around the team and we'll probably get some flashback for this from somebody, but I'm not trying to minimize the situation, but anything like that, it just, sometimes you're right. It feels kind of like cheesy and it's like, okay. Like I think everybody wants him to be 
be good. And it was so cool to watch his little charity blow up to like over $8 million and all that shit. But like, now that he's good, we just don't care. I mean, I don't know. Like, when is it? You know, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. Yeah. Agreed. And I, I wonder if maybe the NFL um, wouldn't let him do it for the playoffs or something. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, they don't let you wear your the whatever color cleats you want. Yeah. I mean, which is stupid. Like, what a mo- that's a money grab for the NFL. Then they could sell jerseys with the three patch on them. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't, it's just the NFL is the, the weirdest, like, billion, probably trillion dollar organization in the world. Right. Like, yeah. They make a lot of really bad decisions. They really do. Without question. All right. Just odd. Well, are you off? You're probably more on the ledge now. Huh? We're probably standing on the ledge together. Yeah. Get it your parachutes just, ready. It doesn't feel right. I didn't like the look of it. I didn't like the timing of it. Um, it just hit me wrong, right? And you know, like when you see things like that and they hit you wrong, it, it usually is. Right. You know what I mean? It's not a – don't get me wrong. I'm prone to overreaction, like with the Vikings. Uh, but I think I'm a pretty reasonable guy with most things in life, and I can look at things from both angles and both sides and try and see, you know, where where we're coming from and and come to a logical conclusion. But man, when I saw that, I was like, ah, that just feels gross. Yeah, and poorly timed. So, and the card itself, it says Leaf News News Flash, January eleventh, twenty twenty three, and it's a picture of Demar with his arms open like this, and it says prayers answered. Like that, I mean, I don't know, dude. It's, I just, like I said, it's weird when people try to monetize on situations, no matter which way you look at it. Like, it's just, it's a weird thing. I don't know. I feel weird about it too. I'm with you. Um, Speaking of like monetizing on a situation. So a little callback to last up last week and uh, our, our good friend, Miss, uh, Greta Thunberg, Thun- yeah, Thunberg or whatever the fuck her name is. Uh, so she's 20 years old. Found that yeah. out. Uh, did you see like this whole yeah. arrest slash fake arrest thing yeah. going around? <laughs> so I put it on the recap for us. I was like, it said literally in my show notes, it says Greta got arrested. Is that because of us? Question mark. <laughs> and I have it on mine. Greta Thunberg update. um but then i so it's funny we talked about that now first off hilarious take i I still laughed out loud in my car when i listened on friday so so funny it's fun to laugh at yourself um but dude so my did you did you see the video so yeah so i you know i see this i'm i i'm i i checked that i looked at the trending Twitter topics and I see Greta and I'm like, wait a second, is Twitter listening to me? I'm sure they are, right? Um, oh yeah. And so I click so on Elon. it. So I click on it and there's this video, right? And I click on the first tweet. It's you know Greta's staging an arrest. Like, look at how fake this is. Blah blah blah. And so you know, with anything, I just I instantly go to the comments because that's where. Oh yeah the most fun is to be had on the internet. And, you know, the first 10 are, uh, you know, so fake, what a hypocrite, blah, you know, just, just trashing her. And then you get to like, I don't know, eight or nine. And somebody's like, look at these dumb Americans. Um, 
not realizing that police uh, arrests and uh, or altercations don't have to be violent. They can be peaceful, and you can have conversations with your arrestees. And it's just it's the perfect um, it's the perfect example of the internet. Like somebody saying, "I like pancakes." And then somebody commenting, what, so you hate waffles? Right? Like, (laughs) you know, like there's no middle ground. It's just, you're either the, you know, the far right and she's, she's fake or you're far left and like anti-police. Like it's all coming down based on one video. And I couldn't stop laughing when I read it. Oh, when I saw that shit, it's hilarious. No, it is good. I mean, I think it's a perfect, it's a perfect picture of, your perception is your reality, mm-hmm. right? Whatever you fucking see in the world is what you see. Like it doesn't matter anymore because you can see anything you want in 2023 and it doesn't have to be right. There is a tweet going around right now and I'm not trying to get us canceled or get us all fired up, but it's talking about, well, and I think it's a, a Senator in Minnesota, right? Like you talk about perception is reality. They're trying to put, Feminine hi- feminine hygiene products in boys' bathrooms in schools in Minnesota because men apparently can get their period too. And I'm not going to jump off the cliff and be like, okay, we've gone too far. But damn, dude, sometimes it's like we're living in fucking la-la land, you know? And it, it just it, – it's tough. It's tough to take a stance out loud. But it just goes to show whatever you want to believe you can see. Right. Like whatever. It doesn't matter. You can see that world now. And that's a fucking scary place to live. If I'm being honest, mm-hmm. very scary, but back to Greta. Did you see the comments of all of her Nike apparel? No. <laughs> oh my God. So good. What is she? Is she sponsored now? She got an endorsement deal. No, she was wearing like Nike sweatpants and had a Nike fanny pack on when she got arrested. Yeah. It says, hates global warming, loves sweatshops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good, dude. The internet's undefeated, dude. It, for real, it is. Which just goes back to like last week, right? Like you can't, you can't win. No. Right. And, Look, honestly, us included, like at some point, uh, we'll say something that's going to fire some people up. Yeah, I probably just did. It, but yeah. What well, you know, and, and when you're just having a conversation, like you didn't, you, you're, 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 you're putting out an example. And I just had, you know, like the, the, the person who I, who I just had on my, my podcast, we talked about like racial bias and like how people see the world differently and how difficult it is and how difficult it is to have conversations. And, you know, I'm sitting here. I remember like when I was having the conversation, it was last night, Ben, and I've probably thought about it a hundred times. Did I say something stupid? Um, Is that going to come across wrong? And that's the point is like, eventually someone's going to jump on something that you said right or left up or down. Right. And, try and tear you to shreds about it. And so there's right. no, there's no winning. And you've all, you know, you've, you've said you can't get canceled if you don't care. Right. And that's, it, it's true. Like at a certain point, you just kind of have to like go with it. And you know, that's where we, we look back on like her being this thing so young, like there's yeah. no way to be perfect 
for that long, eventually someone's going to tear you down. It's what the world loves to do. We love to tear our heroes down for some dumb reason. And that was a prime example. Hates global warming, loves sweatshops. Like I said, eventually she's going to be found drinking out of a straw one day or, you know, driving a car. Yeah. Getting on an airplane. I don't know how she gets around. Right. But I doubt she bikes all over the fucking world. Probably flies under a flock of geese, dude. Straps herself to a flock of geese, I would guess. Well, do they produce methane gas like cows? I don't I don't know if geese fart or not, but they do shit like up a storm. So I mean they, they probably ruined do. my golf courses. Yeah. Dude, you ever <laughs> been on a dock in the summertime? It's awful. <laughs> yeah. Awful. Covered in goose shit. Just pressure wash that into the lake. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and then jump into the water. Um Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, no, it's uh yeah, you're right. It's a weird it's a weird time, man. You gotta you gotta bring back just just being you. Yep. You know? Just be yourself and let because I do think there's more there's a lot more people like you and I where we we'll have a conversation, we'll see both sides than the people who are like strong left, strong right. There's no middle, there's no you know what I mean? Like I feel like there's a lot more people in here, but we just don't scream it on Twitter. So Right. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um uh, what else did you have? I got one more thing I wanted to see if you wanted to discuss. But I'll yeah, let you I'll probably go yeah you go list. first because I'll I'll say I do have one thing I want to bring up. I was gonna say, dude, I was gonna ask, do you want to discuss the mayor? Oh fuck me, dude. <laughs> we can pass if you'd like. No, we can we can discuss the mayor. So I'll give some backstory here. God damn it, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know this kid. No, it's fine. It just fires me up. All right. Me too. <laughs> so in Scottsdale here, there's a bar called boondocks and it's a Vikings bar and it's fun. And when we have people in town, we take them there. It's a great atmosphere. They actually sell bush light buckets now. Like it's, it's a dope spot. Fucking respect. Right? And they got one jumbo TV and they play the Vikes game and it's got the sound on and it's fun. But we started going last year when the Vikes lost to the Niners was my first time there. And there was this guy there and he was like so into the game, like just living and dying on every play. And it's like, Hey pal, calm the fuck down like this. You're going to give yourself a heart attack. Like this is a long game. And so fast forward to this year, uh, your brother and his wife are out here, Courtney, and we take them down there for the first game. We meet my buddy Pete down there, and this guy's name is Jason, and we call him the mayor of Skulltown, and he is the most obnoxious Minnesota Vikings fan in the world. So after week one, he came over to me. He's like, hey, dude, follow me on Twitter, and I he actually followed me, and then I l- looked at his stuff, and I showed our friends, and we just make fun of this guy. And then we go to the watch the game at boondocks and we're like, we're laughing at you, not with you, you know, like he can't figure it out. He's that guy. Like everyone is right. Everyone. So then the jets game comes, right? That's we're back at boondocks, probably the third time of the year. And homie brings a fucking drum to do the skull chant. Dude. Oh no. And I was like, are you kidding? And so I sent the videos to all you guys. And it just was like, 
like, God, it's just too much, you know? So we don't go there. We go there a couple times a year. It's fun. We call him the mayor. So fast forward to last Thursday, uh, maybe it was Friday morning. I don't know. We're laying in bed. Ton just got Twitter. She, I told her about Twitter and she downloaded it for the first time. She's like, oh my God, this Twitter stuff's so cool. And she's scrolling and she sees Jason's video, dude, where he got free tickets to the Vikings game, playoff game. Delta flew him out here for free or flew him from Phoenix to Minneapolis for free. Mm-hmm. And then Shields hooked him up with a ton of gear too. And it's just like, now I, I'm not upset that it, like that happened for him, but out of all the people in the world, it's that guy. So now he thinks he's important to the Minnesota Vikings, dude. And he's not okay. They put him in the worst seats in the house and he's not important. They don't care. They just had a couple extra tickets. They give them away all the time, but just the fact that it was that guy, that situation, he's so annoying. Uh, It's just nuts, dude. I don't know. I, it gets me fired up because it's like, there's more deserving people. I feel like the Vikings should give tickets to people like, in need, right? Or, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's kids that that means a ton to. Kids at the children's hospital, that kind of shit. Give, this, give that stuff away to people that cannot physically afford to just go to the game. If this guy's going to the bar every game day, he can afford to fly back to a Vikings game. I'm just throwing it out there. So. With, oh. his, with his personalized, customized jersey <sighs> with his own yeah. fucking name on it. Right? Yeah, and that's dude. where, oh. again, it. You know that what I hate about it is they rewarded this clout chasing fuck, right? Right. He did nothing. He 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 just begged for it, right? And they rewarded that behavior. That's what's frustrating to me, it, for sure. Versus putting a tweet out saying, "Hey, we're looking for." You know, we want to give some tickets away to some super deserving fans. He had, I'm assuming, just been like tweeting at them, would love to go to the game, would love to go to the game. Just like he walked up to you at a bar and said, follow me on fucking Twitter or follow me on Instagram. Just begging to be, you know, seen and recognized in this. And you recognized him. And anyone in that situation, I mean, God, fuck off. Right? Like there's... It's just I hate it. I hated it. I hate I hate that he got rewarded for it, right? I I, right. I don't hate him. I don't. Uh, it's he's not my cup of tea. I don't think he should wear a jersey. He's an adult male. My position is clear, right? Um, I don't think you should act like that in public. But hey, do live your life, whatever. I don't give a shit. We're just not going to be friends. I just hate that he got right. rewarded for that. And then like Delta jumps on, right? And like. Again, it, it just, they just piled on with this bullshit, and it's like, dude, oh, there's yeah, so many I more mean, deserving that's kind people. of where the tickets was one thing. Like, they give super fans tickets all the time. I get it. But there's people that literally miss their parents dying that can't afford to fly across the country. Stuff mm-hmm. like that, where it's like, man, Delta, if we're going to give away free fucking tickets, like, I'd rather have, like, a, I need help to get home fund or something you know what i'm saying like shit like that and then shields gives them jackets because it's cold in minneapolis it's not cold here it's like 
there's kids in Minneapolis without fucking jackets. Let's give them jackets. Like that yep. was my big thing. Yep. Like I don't, yeah, you're right. I hate when people make professional sports teams, like their personality traits. Like if you get drunk and fight at a game, I think you're a fucking loser. All right. If you get into a fight, Oh, Vikings backers, you want to go? You're a loser. You're a loser. hundred percent. And that's, that's how that guy lives. So that's how I feel about him. And it's like, I can't wait to see him next year because they lost. I'm first thing I'm going to tell him is he can never go to a Vikings game again, dude. You saw him lose. You're, you're done. You it's don't get to see fault. him ever again. It's fucking so. fault. You're no longer the mayor. No. You're like the fucking parks ad- administrator. If that, dude. <laughs> yeah, if that. <laughs> Ward one city council member. Fucking skull. Skull. <laughs> Um, so my last thing, I don't know. Do you think your sister listens to our pod? Yeah, no, she does. She texts me all the time. Okay, dope. Um, Jen hates Casey's pizza and that really pissed me off. So I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. Um, I would second that outside of the breakfast pizza. So that's all that's, uh, I mean, I posted that thing on my Instagram page. Mm-hmm. And I said, food I miss most, Casey's pizza, potato lays with cheese sauce. That's the list. And it is the breakfast pizza. Like, when I say Casey's pizza, I'm only talking about breakfast pizza. But your sister said, agreed on the LA's, not so much on number one. And I literally, I just responded. I said, you don't like Casey's pizza? You Russian? Question mark. <laughs> And I mean, I don't know, dude. It's just a wild take to me. I get like out of all of you, Jen's like probably the least Midwest, right? Like, oh, 100% right? disowns for sure. Yeah. In a she's sense. not from, she's not from there. 100% not. So I get it. Um, but it just, it kind of just hurt my heart a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. That's the, I mean, that's the biggest thing. So. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I mean, and yeah. again, I will say, right? Like their, their breakfast pizza is good. That being said, I haven't had a lot of breakfast pizzas, so I don't have much to compare it to. Pizza Ranch has got one. Never had it. Try it. It's actually pretty solid. They put, they put gravy on theirs though. So is it better than Casey's? No, it's not. I make a solid breakfast pizza. I enjoy that. But yeah, you're right. I think, but at the same, I don't think there's a lot of breakfast pizzas. That's why it's so good. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, maybe she just misinterpreted, uh, your, your post and just thought you're talking about Casey's pizza in general, which again, uh, I would agree with her on that. So you don't like regular Casey's pizza. I don't like gas station pizza, Ben. Okay. But I'm talking Casey's pizza. There's a difference of getting the slice off of the spinner or calling that sucker into Casey's. And then they're like, hey, 15 minutes, it'll be ready. And you pick it up or they deliver it to your damn house. And yeah. you don't like that? I mean, I guess I would order one if the world had ran out of toilet paper and I needed something to wipe my ass with. Unbelievable. You talking about Jake's? Did you mess up, dude? <laughs> nope. Talking about gas station pizza. Jesus. I just can't <laughs> believe this shit. Blasphemy. 
I mean, I'll, I, I won't give up that hill, man. It, it's gas station pizza. If they were known for fucking pizza, they'd start a pizza shop. They're a fucking gas they station. They should. They are known for pizza. It's an elite. It is one of the things that sets the Midwest apart. And here's the thing. If you don't have Casey's in your state or your area, I think you're cut out of the Midwest. I think that's what makes the Midwest. There has to be a Casey's in your area. Okay. Okay. So from a business perspective, right, if you're if you're making that good a pizza, you cut the fucking gas station, which you make zero money on. Uh, you cut all the other overhead bullshit that's just eating into your profits, and you open a pizza restaurant because those things are money makers, dollar printers, fucking legacy builders, Papa John's, right? Like these guys are billionaires who start these franchises. It's because it's not fucking good pizza, Ben. There's better pizza all over the country. All I mean, over. okay, I have, a, I have a severely different take on this. You look at Casey's, they're traditionally in smaller towns. Like, there's mm-hmm. not a Casey's in Mankato, right? There's only, there used to be two in front, but they're in traditionally smaller towns. Like, Truman has one, Welcome has one, Sherburn has one, Trimont has one. So, you get into all those small towns, you're not going anywhere else. There's nothing else in that town. So it's like a point of pride. Like, Hey, we can at least get pizza on a Friday night. Like we can go out. We, you know what I mean? Like, so I think that's where their moneymaker, that's why it's your all in one stop shop. Like quick trip. Do you think quick trip should just be a C store and cut out the gas pumps? Cause quick trip wouldn't be quick trip if they didn't have all the baller food on the inside. I would agree, but I also would not rank quick trips pizza high on any list of pizzas. But you probably put you probably something at Quick Trip that you get that you would put on the high list. Uh, sure, like a Mountain Dew. Oh my God, Jeff! <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you got all high and mighty all of a sudden in the last week, but I don't. Like <laughs> no, I mean like it's a gas station, and I was gonna like I was gonna ask, um, because I think that that's a good debate, right? Uh, Casey's or Quick Trip. It's a very Midwestern thing. It's very localized. And I just, so while you think on that, I just want to go back to your point of small towns and like Casey's is where they can get pizza. I don't think that point is helping you at all. Like by saying that's their only option. So that's why they eat it. Well, yeah. I mean, if if I'm a fucking prisoner and you throw a fucking slop on my plate, like that's what I have to eat. No, Jeff. (laughs) I'm saying... You were talking about like the business side of it. Like if it was that good of pizza, you would just build the pizza shop. I'm just saying, dude, like, wouldn't you? It's yeah, I would, I would love to call Casey's. There's this piece of land right out behind my house. I think a Casey's pizza would do bomb at. I wish they would do that. They won't. Billion dollar. They should. Billion dollar idea, man. Franchise Casey's pizza. Start opening up shops all over the country. Yeah. I mean, that'd be, that'd be it's a great way to get back so to dope. even, right? It, it, I will, I will give you this. It's a fantastic, like I am fucking sloppy drunk and I need some grease yeah. in my belly at night. So I'll, uh, Casey's pizza would probably hit the spot and then it's, it's open from like, I'm going to like spitball this franchise idea. It's open from like 6 PM to like 6 a.m. or 8 a.m. So you, you you get the drunk crowd, 
that stays out late, and then you hit the morning crowd that's hungover and wants a breakfast pizza in the morning, and then you close up during the day. I think 6 to 10 then. Okay. 6, six to, to 10. 10 a.m. 6 p.m., 10 a.m. Okay. Close for six hours, come back. Get ready for the night. And then you can start to make these breakfast pizzas and deliver them to gas stations that don't have yeah. Casey's gas stations, like specifically in Arizona, right? Like you go into, you know, these gas shops or whatever, right? Like they sell like Krispy Kremes. Yeah. Or whatever, yep. you know, like you franchise it out into those and you start, you start, you know, like I've seen Godfathers and like holidays and Circle K's and shit like that. It's that's what they need to do, man. Call yeah. me up, Casey's. All right. So we need a pallet from Bushlight and exclusive franchising rights from Casey's Pizza. Get it done. Maybe right. that maybe that'll be our first sponsor, Casey's. We're never gonna work again. Oh my god. Yeah, I will say this, dude. Casey's is doing so well they sponsor the UFC now. So they're in the corner of all the octagons. It says Casey's, 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 Casey's. Boom. Dude, they're killing it. Boom. Killing it. Killing um, it. to go back to your question, better gas station. I have to roll with overall. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Casey's. Okay. Okay, man. Because they got they got good food. They got other good food. And Casey's donuts are solid too. Like it's not just the breakfast pizza. So And I will say based on recent experience, for me it's quick trip. Like quick trips are just like cleaner. Oh, for um, sure. They they feel nicer. Um like the the Casey's in Fairmont, disgusting. Yeah, ish. Whereas that quick yeah. trip is, you know, rest in peace, Gunther's and Daddy's money. You know. Yeah. No, uh, I took time to a quick trip, and she's like, "Holy shit!" She just wanted to walk around that place. She's like, "This is amazing," and it is sweet. Like you can get everything you need at a quick trip: eggs, milk, bananas. Like they got everything. But I'm just gonna stick with my heart of hearts. Okay. True Midwest blood, Casey's Pizza. I mean, quick trip's a Midwest thing. More Wisconsin, though. I don't like it. Oh, okay. And I don't love that they're quick stars in Iowa. Interesting. I did not know that. Because I guess in Iowa, they have the QTs, too. Like, I have quick trips, but they're QTs. Uh, So they have those. So they're quick stars in Iowa. Sure. Same shit. But just it just bond, like just you're a KT like you can be a KT they can be a QT nobody well, calls it quick trip I mean you're like you know or like at least the QTs like everybody's like hey there's a QT on the corner okay right. I don't say gotta go to quick trip so well in their defense it's fucking Iowa everything's a little backwards in Iowa so hey man what are you gonna do that's right sorry Dalt sorry Dalt. Hawks suck. Oof. 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 Hey, speaking of the Hawks, before we get too wild, you see the entire Iowa basketball team has COVID? COVID's back. God damn. God What's damn. going on? I don't know. I, I think I saw something like Japan's like recorded their highest number of COVID deaths ever this last week. So you've got one prediction for 23 <laughs> coming <Fuck>. right <laughs> And I've got one that's on the horizon as well. So, woof. Hey, we're the smartest people alive. Yay. <laughs> well, yay for me. Boo for you. 
<laughs> Can't say I didn't call it. That's right. That's right. Um, so we sh- sh- you want to kind of start ranking some shit? Yeah, dog. I'm in. I'm you, ready for this. What do you want to rank this week? Well, we had we had some discussions going into this week, and we decided on doing our top five beers, not types, places. That's cute. I remember when I it had my cute. first beer. Oh, I love it. That's cute. Play that again. I'll be quiet. That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. <laughs> so good. Um, so we're going to do draft style again. Yeah. All right. Sure. Um, and you let me go first last time. So I'll let you go first. Do you want a snake? Yeah, let's do it. I like the snake. Okay. Um, it, it makes it makes you think a little bit. Yeah. And so I will say, because uh, I don't think you're going to take what is my number one. Okay. Launch me. I would highly doubt it. I, I could be wrong, but I would doubt it. Um, yeah, I know I have one for sure you're not taking as well. So, so with my first pick, but it's ranked number two for me. So I'm going for like trying to get my, my team, right? My squad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my first pick is a podcast beer. Ooh. I you know, love that. Like cracking these, cracking the mic, hitting record, chopping it up with you, chopping it up with my friends. Uh, on mine, like it, it gives me a ton of fucking. It gives me a ton of energy and and life, and it, you know it makes it. I mean, you know, like we get on here and we drink beer incredibly fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so yeah, so that's where I'm going with my first pick is, is my podcast beer. I love that. I love that a lot. I'm also sad I didn't even put that on there. So. That's a that's a great shame. Pick. I know. Um, well, with my first overall pick, I don't think for me personally, there's anywhere I rather enjoy a beer than on a boat in the middle of a lake. So I'm going with lake beer. Lake beer. Love that. Lake beers are great. Yeah. And I I was working to come up with a list. And it was on there. But I also knew, like, you kind of, like, threw that out as an example. So I was like, well, I don't, you know, I don't want to, don't want to go with one of those. Because we had a little discussion, like, we worded that incorrectly to each other uh, on, like, what we were going to go through. And I was like, just to be clear, we're talking about, like, this, right? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So. Yeah. But, yeah, Lake Beer, fucking solid choice. Right? Who doesn't yeah. love like a hot day on a boat, pontoon? You're tied up. You're just chilling. You you have too many. You jump in the lake. You fucking pee. Get back out. Have another. Fucking yeah. great. And I think that's also another like Midwest pride thing, right there, dude. Lakes. I know you talked about it on your pod. Like going to the lake and enjoying the lake. Being from where we're from, dude. Where you only got ninety days. You know that clock starts ticking just means more man it's mm-hmm. just it's it's just the best mm-hmm. 
Um, so man, now it gets tough. Now it gets tough. Um, my number two is going to really show like how I grew up at least. Okay. I'm going to say a shop beer, dude. A shop beer. beer. Yeah. Out on the farm, uh, you know, somebody's, you know, shop, uh, ah. you know, you, usually after the work was done growing up, you know, and especially, you know, working on, on the hog farm all those years, that was kind of like the end of the week kind of thing. And then on Wednesday nights, we would always have some shop beers like Wednesdays and Fridays. And it was just like, Oh man, it just tastes so good. Like the work was done for the week and everybody was heading their separate ways. And then, you know, just being around the boys back home, that was kind of like, you know, where you saw everybody's dad drinking beer, right? And then mm-hmm. the first time you had a beer with somebody's dad was usually in a shop somewhere standing. So um, I know it's probably not even on your list, and I took it way too soon, but that to make up my team, I'm going to go with a shop beer. Well, I'll ask you because this might be the same, and I think a lot of people would classify it the same, like a post-lawn mowing beer. Similar... Uh. Or, or are you or are you just kind of like specifically talking about like we just went out to a guy's shop, but not like you had done some work in the shop and you're right. cracking a beer or you're cracking the beer while you're doing some work, you know, whittling on right. wood. Or right, no, it's like it's like the end of the day. You got KFMC blaring some classic rock on somebody's shop radio. You know, you can't change the channel. Right, the only thing that comes in. Uh, the only thing I would classify it close to is like a garage beer, right? Like, you know, that's, that's similar, but garages are different than shops for me. So, okay. um, I would just, I think it's in a, it's in a league of its own. Okay. Okay. Um, well then for my second, I'm going to take the post lawn mowing beer. Love it. And it's ranked number three on my list. I'm still Love holding it. out for my number one. Um, you know, hot day. Got the lines are tight. Did some weed, you know, some edging. There's no weeds in the lawn. The clippings are all removed. You know, the kids haven't run through it. The dogs haven't trampled it down. It's hot. You're sweating. You crack that beer, man. It tastes better than water. I don't give a shit. Like the and shit beer, right? It can't be. It's got to be no, our no, beer, no. right? It's got to be Bush Light. It's got to, you know, something like that where, you know, it's not heavy. It's not a serious beer, but fuck if it don't taste good and hydrate the shit out of you while dehydrating you at the same time. Yeah. I'm with that, dude. I like that a lot. Um, okay. And I'm wondering if I'm going to get my top five. I bet I will. I'm thinking I might. Um, yeah, now that we're talking, I bet we're going to, we're probably both going to get it. I love it. And I lift listed 12 just to be safe, but all right. So my number three pick uh, which is my rank, my my rank number four, and I guess you could probably classify this in a bunch of different ways. Um, it's like first beer hanging with the boys, right? Like yeah. you haven't gotten together in a while, and it, it, that's especially true for me now, right? Where you know we got kids, everybody's got kids in sports. You're you know it's it we don't get together as often as we used to, right? It's not as uh, frequent of as frequent of an occurrence as it is for you and Ty, right? Where you can, you know, connect after work, which is a great beer, right? Like the happy hour right. beer, right? Um, 
so for me, you know, because it happens so infrequently now, like when we all get together and we all, you know, we're all just there to have a good time. We have no commitments. We're, we're getting together to watch a game. We're at a game, whatever. And you have that first beer with your boys. You haven't hung out in a while. It's a little slice of heaven. I love it, dude. That is a great one. I agree with that. I think I agree with that too. Just being so far away from most of my group. Like, yeah, Ty and I can grab a beer anytime, but to have a beer with the rest of the boys, like it's usually like this, you know, like do some FaceTimes every once in a while with some people to catch up and you know, I have a beer with them, but it's like, yeah, there's nothing better. I kind of classified it as like the first beer back home, you know, like for sure back around everybody yeah. like that, that, that would be like, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, uh, pre-gaming, right? Like, yeah. You're you're gonna go out. You're gonna have fun. You're gonna hang out with your friends. It's the first beer with them, right? Like it's yeah, yeah. I love it. You know, I love that. We all know. Yeah. All right, back to back picks. Um, I'm gonna go with a fire beer, dude. Mm. You took one of mine, so. I do not nothing better than that. Five. I mean, there is obviously I got two other ones, but just being around a bonfire, yep. tossing the empties in the fire, you know, cracking some jokes, you know, listening to tunes. And then you look at your phone or your watch for the first time in hours. You're like, Oh my God, it's two o'clock in the morning. You know, it's just those perfect summer nights back home Yep, where it's beautiful weather. Like that is that's up there. So fire beer. No explanation needed, but one given. Hundred percent, man. Bonfire, bonfires are just the best, right? Again, yeah. like you're talking, like up here in the summer, because our summers are not like yours, right? For your Arizona right. listening audience, you know, we get to mid eighties, a couple nineties during the day, but for the most most of the time at night, you know, we're high sixties, so it's it's perfect weather for a bonfire. It keeps you Keeps you warm on those crisp nights. And, mm, yeah. Nothing better. Nothing. There is nothing. Um. All right. All right. Number four. I'm going to do it. I know it was one that I mentioned earlier when we were talking to, but uh, airport beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just the excitement of usually going on vacation. You know, you get get through TSA, no matter how many times you've flown in your life, that's always a stressful situation. And it's kind of like, all right, now we just are off, you know? Um, so, yeah, they're overpriced. You know it. But, man, there's just not a lot better than a sitting down at a bar, usually next to somebody you never met, talking to that person for 30 minutes of your life. You'll never see him again. Yeah. And then off you go. Oh, yeah. Like when I used to travel all the time, right, end of the week, not that I wasn't drinking during the week back in my, you know, high-functioning alcoholic days. Um, you know, you, you, you're you on the way home or you're going somewhere and, you yeah, you just saddle up to the bar and order one and it turns into two or three and then you got to run to the run to the fucking gate and yeah we're going on vacation it's just it, it it's priming you right it's like a pregame beer you know which right. it's all that right it's it's the anticipation yeah yep 100% so, yep airport beer number 4 all right um 
All right, so for my number four, and I'm going to get my number one pick with my number five. Uh, so for my number four, I'm going to take the uh, working lunch beer. Oh, nice. Yeah. A little midday, little midday beer, right? You're, you're, you're working, right? It's lunch. Yeah. You're out with a client. You're, you know, we're all adults, but it just takes somebody to have the fucking balls to be like, yeah, I'll take a beer. You know, yeah. I, like I'm not drunk. I'm just having a beer during lunch and then I'm going to go back to work. It's okay. Right. It's not the end of the world. And soon enough, like, and I love like doing that and being like the trailblazer in that situation. You got like five, six people around, everybody's ordering water and Coke. And I, I don't know why, like waiters always go to me last. And so like being the last one, I just, I'm like, yeah, uh, you know, I guess I'll, I'll take a water and a boom. And then I just throw out a beer and everybody's like, you know what? I'll do one too. Right. And like they, yeah. everybody, everybody's just waiting for that one person. And I like being that guy that's like, you know what guys, it's okay. We're adults. We can have a beer yeah. whenever the fuck we want. So we're going to do it at 1130 on a goddamn Tuesday. And we're going to go back to work and keep killing it. Yeah, I think the best is when you're like with a uh, superior too, like you're with a boss, right? And then yeah. the boss does it first. That's always a good feeling to you. Like, all right. Cause then it's like, maybe this is the end of the day. Maybe we're going to be here for a couple hours. For sure. My old sales manager at my last place at Ernest Paxton, dude, Greg Powers. That was kind of like the end of the day. If we like hit lunch at like, you know, 1231, it was like, yeah, I wonder what GP and then GP be like, ah, and he would go hard. He wasn't a beer guy. So he'd be like vodka crown. I'm like, all right, work day's over. So yeah, I'm with that. That's a good one. hundred percent. Uh, and then with my number five pick, it's my number one. And I was kind of hoping I would be able to do this. Cause I like to like end with, you know, like you crescendo up. Right. And so for me, yeah. uh, my number one pick, it's my slice of heaven. Um, it's what I look forward to all week, especially in the spring, summer, and fall. It's filling up my cooler, grabbing my lawn chair, sitting on my driveway, watching the kids play, watching the dogs run, and just drinking a beer with not, with not a fucking care in the world, right? Like sun on your back or your face, whichever direction you're facing. Is a game on in the garage? Music's playing, you know, neighborhoods full of life. And I'm just out there talking to the neighbors, walking around, beer in hand, just yeah. living my best life, man. That's my little slice of heaven. That's what I live for. I love it. I love it. Similar that's to a garage a beer, similar to a shop beer, but that's my yeah. Saturday and Sunday, man. When I didn't get when I ain't got shit go because I know I I don't have shit to do, right? Right. And so I will do it all day. You've seen me send the snaps, right? Like starting at eleven, and I'll go through like a fucking twelve pack or you know more. All right. goddamn day out there. It's 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 awesome. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, let's see. Well, I my number five. I know I knew you weren't gonna take it. Uh, it probably ranks higher on the list for me. Uh, but it's a coaching clinic beer. Um, dude, it's just something about um where you're usually with, you know, coaches that you know well, maybe people you played ball with somewhere or whatever, you coached with them once before, and they're at a different place, and you're meeting all these new people and kind of merging groups and programs together, and everybody's cutting up and having a good time. And 
it's just kind of like you're around like-minded people and you know, it's kind of like everybody's like retreat from everything where you're still like, you're out there to learn and have fun and grow. But like, it is, you know, there's just something about them. I've had plenty of them in my day and yeah, it's a good time. So that's, that's up there for me. So number five for Ben is a coaching clinic beer. Love that. Love that. We got any honorable mentions? I do. Do you? 100%. All right. You want to go first? Sure. Okay. Uh, obviously, I golf. Yeah. Right? And I kept, like, trying to think of, like, what beer do I like the most? Like, what, do, you know, is it the first beer of the round? You know, like, just trying to figure out what, because I enjoy it all. And I kind I came to realize, like, especially now as I've I've gotten older just like first beer with your boys right like it's for me it's the 19th hole beer right yeah um because they happen so infrequently like golf's a long fucking deal i get it right and we're married we have kids we have commitments so when we can and when we're able to wrap the round up hey you want to go grab a bite and a beer and we can just sit in the clubhouse bullshit a little bit longer and enjoy that time together and have a couple more drinks it's it's fucking awesome I love that. No, I'm with that. With that one big time. Um, so this one of mine, uh, I mean, I don't know. I think somebody will, will resonate with this, but mine is uh, a post-funeral beer. Um, I think it's just because the mental state you're in, like you're celebrating someone, you're usually around a lot of people that you love and you're telling stories and like, in that moment in time of grief, like everybody's happy, right? Like everybody is like, I'm where I'm supposed to be with the people I'm supposed to be with. And that beer, unfortunately I've had too many of them, but yeah, that one, that one is always like a, yeah, that one. You know what I mean? You tell your friends, you love them, you know, you, you do. It's just one of those beers where it's like, yeah, you, you know, you know who your people are, I guess with that one. So that one's, that one's my honorable mention. Absolutely, right? It feels like one of your more authentic beers in your life, right? Yeah. Where, yeah, I remember when my dad passed, right? We literally the next, I think it was that night. Yeah. Like we had gone down to the channel. Like everybody in town knew he had passed away. And, you know, you're talking to all these people. But then we walked back to the house and, you know, it was Justin, me, Courtney, my wife, my sister and we're just we were sitting in the driveway just having beer together hanging out you know it's not a post funeral i get that but very right. similar right like very similar like concept where it's just you know you just went through something pretty big and you're with the people you're supposed to be with yeah 100% yeah. my man so that one's up there for me so yeah always a good time always a good one and it it just uh, you know, you've probably heard it with your friends or your, your probably friends, parents probably told you at one of the first ones, like you guys only all see each other at weddings and funerals. Now that's the only time you all be together and right. fuck you get older and you're like, that's the fucking truth. That's the only time everybody's together. So, yeah, yeah. It becomes more and more of a thing, which is why like most of my, you know, like a couple of my beers, right. Are like just about like hanging out with my friends. Right. Cause it just right. so happens so infrequently now so yeah and then i have one more honorable mention um and i would call it 
the back to even beer. Hey, man. You know, you're just fucking, you're not like Struggle City where you can't get out of bed, but, you you know, it's cloudy. Um, yep. You know, maybe there's a shake or two in there. Who knows? Uh, it can't see straight necessarily, 100%. And, you know, sometimes you got to bite the hair of the dog that bit you. That's get, right. Fucking get back to even. Crack a beer. Keep on moving. Hey, man. Yeah, love that. What a way to end that segment, dude. Love that. That was my number six, if I was being honest. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good that's that's a good one. It is good. Um yeah, I mean like I guess I had like tailgate beer on there. Or had tailgate on there. I'd shower um, beer is underrated. I do too. I did have that on there. It is underrated. It's not like a big thing. Like if I'm having a shower beer, it was a long day usually. And it's like, Oh, just want to take this shower and have or, and, or you're so excited for like, what's to come. You can't wait. You're like, I know I got right. a shower, but I also want to start fucking drinking. <laughs> right. Like going to a concert or a game or something like all fire. Let's up. go. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. pre-gaming, like let's go in the shower. It's hot water. Drink a cold beer. Let's cook. Yeah, I love it. I love it, dude. That was a good list. That was fun. Absolutely. That was fun. 100%. Go us. Send us your list so we can make fun of them. Yeah, because everybody likes to rip on ours. Which I will say, probably the best thing of us doing this podcast is how frustrated and upset other people have gotten with our takes on shit. (laughs) Like without, that's what we wanted this to be. Like this is this is our opinions. It's my list. It's Jeff's list. But like in two different group chats with two different groups of people, Jeff and I have been fucking torn apart for what we like. Like we're morons for liking stuff. And Jordan Kirk, he just does it. Like he singles me out on purpose. Like he'll text me and he's like, "You're kidding. Like this doesn't make your list." You, you like what are you doing this is ass like all this stuff and then like the old head fairmont crew your buddies like they were ripping on us for our sports our first one oh, you know god. Where we, god they were all mad i, was like, I got geez, sh- guys. i got shredded for not picking joe mauer yeah just shredded did. and then you know and again obviously i just start trolling back right and he's like i don't i cannot tell if you're serious <laughs> And finally, I'm like, clearly, right? Like, I get he's a great athlete, but again, I wanted to highlight other people. But I, you know, I will double down. I'm going to double down. Fuck it. I'm going to double down. Dave Winfield was a better all around athlete than Joe Maurer was. By far, when your brother sent us that text too about him being drafted, got in like drafted every in league. four professional sports leagues. Name me the other one that Joe Maurer got drafted in because you fucking Done. can't. Where's that at? What was that? That was nuts. It was the MLB, NFL, NBA, and ABA. And ABA, yeah. Yeah, that was crazy, dude. Gabe Winfield all day, Dwyer. Yeah, you moron. (laughs) Just kidding. Sick selfie, dog. That's why the Vikings lost right there. Dwyer's dumbass selfie. (sighs) Anyways. What a guy. Yeah, would love to hear uh, other excellent beers uh and i will say uh there's no drink shaming right and there's no beer shaming right like when you're drinking your beer i don't give a shit 
right? I love it. Right? Wherever you find your fucking joy cracking one open, go for it. Let me hear it. I want to hear where it's at. What's that? Was that uh, Corona? That was like their slogan, like find your beach, right? Wherever you like to yeah. drink a Corona. Great marketing. Great marketing. Great marketing. They stole it from us. <laughs> <laughs> Two years prior. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so should we do, should we make some bets? Should we recap a little? Yeah, dude, go ahead. Hit, hit, hit the sound bite. Well, how'd you do last week? I went 0 for 3. Oh, for three. I declare bankruptcy. And I went one for two. Victory is mine. Yeah, two so, weeks in a row, dude. So overall, I'm three and three. I am even. I think I'm one and five. You're one for five. I now I'll give and I will give you credit. Like yours were, uh, as you admitted, stretches. Yep. You were reaching on two. Um, yep. And then, unfortunately, what was it? JJ just sucked. Dude, man. at the start of that game, I was like, well, that's going to hit. Mm-hmm. They're like 25 yards on the first drive. And I was like, all right. And yeah. then they're like, wait, who's that really good guy on the team? We shouldn't throw him the ball anymore. Yeah. Wow. And, <sighs> uh, yeah. For, and then Chris Godwin. Oof. The fucking. Because he was on the Bucks, right? Yeah, Big and that was yikes. terrible. I mean, that was bad. I wish I would have taken Brett Maher to not hit a fucking extra point. <laughs> <sighs> Unreal. I will say, though, in our in our parlays that we do as groups, I was two for two, mm-hmm. which was fun to talk some smack. Uh, I'll throw this out there. Jeff Ray picked... Uh, Jags money line in one group. You're goddamn right, I did. Thank you, Jackson. Oh boy. Yeah, and uh, I, yeah, dude, you were sweating. You were apologizing to us in the first half, and we're like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like it's fine. Not going. Victory. Lie. They had us in the first half. <laughs> what a great, like, what great self awareness by fucking Trevor Lawrence. Like, I, I, I kind of respect him for doing that, right? Like. He just tweets out, that, you know, he tweets that out, right? Because yeah. he admits, like, yeah, I played like shit in the first fucking half. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then you oh. see all these, like, Trevor Lawrence, like, uh, or, like, all-time QB rankings, right? It's like Tom Brady in a Super Bowl, Kirk Cousins at 1 p.m., Trevor Lawrence on Saturday. Yeah. He's never <laughs> lost a game. Brilliant. It's crazy. It's fucking brilliant. Uh, I will ask you this did you see the video of the chargers fan who fell asleep at halftime no i'll have to try to find it it's so funny dude the guy was just conked out and then his homie wakes him up and he's like bro they lost and he's laughing and he like pans (laughs) over the tv and it shows all the jags celebrating and you can see the guys just like waking up and like really trying to process what the hell happened (laughs) Because he fell asleep and they were up 27 rep, and he's like, What's going on? That's fucking yeah, that's great. That's hilarious. It's like me. That's almost like me when I fell asleep, took a nap during halftime of the fucking uh, Colts game. Yeah, at Dwyer's house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that is that cracks me up because I wish they would have let you sleep. 
I like, honestly, like I thought that that day when I heard that story, I'm like, how funny would that have been if Jeff would have like conked the whole, but there's no way they could have been quiet enough. No. Uh, and also like, I'm not a long napper, uh, as you know, this, right? Like, yeah. Uh, I like my little power naps, like 15, 20 minutes. And so yeah. halftime's a perfect time for me to just kind of shut my eyes quick, uh, right. wake up, you know, two minutes gone in the third quarter and Hey, we're back. Right. Back to uh, IMAX. Yeah, back. Uh, refill my sleep deficit, and off I fucking go. Yeah, it's great. What oh, do you? Uh, so, what do you like this week? Right, I I kind of just said, "Fuck it, I'm just going to pick all four games against the spread." I don't know what you're all thinking, right. but those are that's kind of what I'm rolling with. So, I, I am picking yeah. four things this week. You you can pick three if you want. It's up to you. All good. No, that's fine. Yeah, I I respect that move. Um, I'll start then. I mean, and I'm gonna be completely. I did not see last weekend going like last weekend at all, mm-hmm. like in any shape. Sure, I did not. I mean, I clearly you can look back. I didn't think the Dolphins with a backup quarterback would make it a game. Didn't think the Ravens would be that close either. Obviously, I thought the Vikes would win. Thought the Bucks would win. Like just, I just was like completely shocked. I, I mean, it was just a wild, wild weekend, which is great. It was all good football. Yep. Until Monday night, and even then, like we threw a bet together on one of the boosted things. What do we need? A rushing and receiving touchdown or passing touchdown by both teams? Yep. And three out of four. Right, but we were sitting there. And like the last 12 minutes or 15 minutes of real time of the game, like we're like, oh, we're out of it. Oh, Bucks got the ball back. And they're like, all right, you oh, know, like onside that was, kick. Oh, yeah. It yeah. just kept like, we kept hanging on for dear life, even though I kind of like in my head, like even though they had the chance, I knew like the likelihood of a rushing touchdown that late in the game was slim to none. They would have had to like, accidentally well, they, run out of bounds at like the two inch line and QB sneak it in or something. They had their chance. They had the ball to one and they had Lenny in and then they were throwing the ball. I really thought like, there it is. There it is. And I'm powered in the no, I'm just kidding. So, um, that being said, uh, my pick number one this week, uh, I've been doing not a lot of like research, but I've been reading about like the odds of like prop bets hitting, like the payout in Vegas is huge on prop bets mm-hmm. or it only accounts for like a, a small portion of their losses as prop bets. Cause people bet game lines. So yeah, I'm going heavy prop bets this week Okay, to try to redeem myself. All right. Love it. So we're starting off my first one. Um, Brock pretty kids, a freak dude. Um, I think the Niners do win, but if, Micah Parsons is the freak he is. That means Brock Purdy's going to have to hit some checkdowns. CMC over 38 and a half receiving yards. His line's at 38 and a half. Dude, that's one screen for that guy. So CMC over 38 and a half minus 110. Okay. Um, well, let me look the odds back up. So I'll stick on the same game. Uh, even though it's the last one of the weekend, I believe. It is. Um, San Francisco, Dallas. It's on grass in the Bay Area. I uh, I do not see, I think Dallas is going to Dallas, and San Francisco yeah. is like, 
they're kind of who I'm riding with. Yeah, rolling forward. So uh, I'm I'm taking San Francisco to cover three and a half minus one fourteen. Love it. I can't believe it's only three and a half. Recency and bias. I can't believe that the spread is recency bias. Minus. Yeah. You no, know. I get it. It's goofy. Um. So my number two. And we got to get back on our thing, dude. You, you take $5, you double it every day for 31 days, 5 to 10, 10 to 20, 20 to 40, 40 to 80. Billionaires. In 31 days, you'd have $10 billion. Dude, we got to get back on track to that, all right? Yep. And it starts with this bet right here. It's one of the only prop bets on a line where you're getting some plus odds, and I love it. Pat Mahomes over two and a half passing touchdowns, plus 106. I like that. Um, yeah. That kind of plays with mine, right? With respect to the game, I have Chiefs covering eight and a half. Yeah, I mean, I just i I think the Jacksonville Magic. Uh, I just don't think they, I don't think they have it in them. I don't see the Chiefs losing in this round. So no, uh, and that was yeah minus one fifteen. So. Right. Love it. Uh, I'm with you. All right. So for my last one, I went through, I'm doing a parlay. And this is a blow your doors off parlay. Mm. This is a take a dollar and turn it into $500 parlay. Let's go. Four anytime touchdown scores from the week. You ready? Mecole mm-hmm. Hardman mm-hmm. in the Chiefs game. I win one per game here. Yep. Kenneth Gainwell. Who? He's Kenneth Gainwell. Yep. He's the backup running back for the Eagles, but he gets a ton of action. Okay. Um, Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. And then here's the booster. Kyle Usechek. I got nothing. He's he's the fullback for the Niners, but he's a stud out of the backfield. Okay. And I mean, you just close your eyes. You can see Uzcheck catching a little three yard out. It's like touchdown, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Hardman's back. He's going to be big. I mean, I think Jamar's probably a lock. So, I mean, sometimes you just you know, scared money don't make money. Throw a buck down. So, what are the so odds on that? Plus fifty thousand. So wouldn't that be five thousand? Um, no, I thought it was a dollar. Move the decimals. I thought it was a dollar to win five hundred. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Because then, if you bet ten, you would win yeah, five grand. Yep. Oof! I like that, Ben. Might as well just make yeah. it a ten dollar bet. I mean, I've spent $10 on dumber stuff, right? <laughs> Heard that. Uh, all right. So, what did I say? I said Chiefs covering eight and a half, San Francisco covering three and a half. Um, you know, the, the Bills, Bengals line is currently five and a half in favor of the Bills. Love I'm, it. I'm taking Bills five and a half. Okay. Uh, you know, if I, if I, if I, if I, uh, Wanted to get a little nuts, 
I'd probably buy some more points. I think they're going to blow the fucking doors off the Bengals. I love it. I don't think the Bengals are that fucking good this year. They got lucky last week. When you look at it, right? Like they were, they were good. They were getting beat. And again, that was one of those like fucking Vikings plays. They, they recovered a fumble on their own one and returned it for a fucking touchdown. Right. Like, so I just, I, and their line struggles, like their line is beat the fuck up. I know they got Burrow and chase. Um, but I just don't think they can, I don't think they can handle that bill's defense. Um, and I think the bill's offense obviously is just going to run fucking rough shot on them. So I love it. I love it. Um, I do have to report some breaking news. This is no bullshit. I was just going through to see what, what my line was at. Mecole Hardman ruled out for Saturday. Okay. You, you look for somebody else to throw into that. I already did. Okay. MVS. Yeah. Marquez Valdez Scantling. Okay. And I'll tell you right now. So it's down a little bit. So it's 41,000. So dollar to win. $418.76. Still not. I mean, that's really good return. So, yeah. Um, all right. And then for my last, uh, you know, the last game, giants, Eagles line seven and a half for Philly. Um, I think the giants are better than most people give them credit for. Yeah, I Um, saw it. They are. And I'm taking them to cover. Just because that's what I did with everything. But in all honesty, I think they fucking beat them. Yeah. I think they beat the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles are what they were in the beginning of the year. Uh, I think people got a chance to figure them out. I think the Giants are hot right now. They're they're very hot. And, you know, it'll be fucking Jalen's, like, first game back. Right, I, I know it's at home for Philly, and that's a tough place to play. But you know, Giants play them all the time, so they know they who do. they are. And I think that they're they're just feeling themselves right now. So they are who we thought they were. Mm-hmm. All right, and almost, we let them off the hook. I almost grabbed that fucking soundbite for the Viking stuff. <laughs> Shut up, Danny Green, R.I.P. Goat. Um, yeah, dude, I love that. I'm that would make me feel so good as a Vikings fan if the Eagles fucking lost, I just, or if the Niners lost. Like, just one of those teams where like everybody's on their dick and they're like, "This is the best team ever assembled." You know, it's like, I no, mean, they're I, not. Yeah, I mean, I I don't, I just don't think all of the favorites are going to win. Right? No, dude. No. And, and no. so, I I just I don't see it with. Um, the Chiefs, I don't see them losing. I don't see the Bills losing. I think San Francisco kicks the shit out of Dallas. And so that's, like, really the last one. And, like, when I think about it and just how hot the Giants are and, you know, road dogs, road dogs, road dogs, right? Like, they, they could they could make a run. Like, old Danny Dimes is coming into his, his, his own, in a sense, yeah. and figuring yeah. out who he is. And they still got Saquon, and their defense is fucking legit. Like, it is a good defense. Like no, that, it is. You know, that pass they're fast. That pass rush is good. They their corners are good. They shut down. Um, uh, you know, JJ. So it's like I could see him putting it on them. 
Well, and like you said, as a team, they play often. That's always tough. Hundred percent. Um, you beat a team twice in the regular season, and you got to turn around and play them. I mean, look at the Dolphins with a backup quarterback went to Buffalo and took them to the wire yeah. with a backup QB. Right? right? Like you play a team that often, you know what they got, and you just got to bring yep. your best shit. Yep. Um. That being said, I think the only game that I am okay saying like 100% is the Chiefs. I could see anybody else winning any of those three games. Like, I agree with you. I do think like Buffalo will win, but could the Bengals do it? For sure. For sure. Uh, Dallas game is Brock. When does the Brock Purdy magic run out? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe he is Tom yeah. Brady 2.0. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. But if Micah Parsons, what happens when Brock Purdy gets laid out by Micah Parsons, you know, and he's rolling, rolling around on the ground, yeah. writhing in pain, it's over. Do I want the Cowboys to win? God, no. Mm-mm. Could you imagine a Cowboys-Giants NFC championship? Oh, gag me, dude. Mm-hmm. Cowboys-Eagles would be even worse. Yeah, correct. <sighs> Just awful. Man, can all the teams lose? <laughs> Yeah, season's over. Vikings Just put the, the Niners Bowl. in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. How about that, though? It's kind of like underrated storyline. Three teams from the NFC still alive. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, it's a real, obviously a really good chance it's an all-NFC East yeah. NFC championship. Yep. That's a wild thing. That is such a wild thing. And they had their shot to get all four in, and the commies dropped the ball. So, Jeez. hate to see it. Hate to see it. Hate to. All right, man. Well, so those are our picks. Uh, parlay them together. Ride Ben's parlay. Make some money. Get rich or fade us. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, you know, I've, I've heard some chirping on our picks. It's funny, like you do these picks. I bet them, but it's not like it's kind of. It sucks because it doesn't suck, but we. We've been picking NFL games, and we produce this on Thursday night, and it comes out Friday morning. A lot changes over the weekend. And by the time we get to Sunday and we put our bets in or Saturday morning, I'm scrolling. I'm like, God, I kind of like that better, you know? Mm -hmm. These are just kind of like some quick knee-jerk reaction, like, yeah, I like that. But fade us or not, whatever, I feel like, dude, if I go three for three this week, you talk about getting back to even, hitting that parlay. Yeah. Send your kids to college. Put a hundred bucks on it. <laughs> yeah, and I'll just say, like anybody wants to give me shit on my picks, okay. I'm not a professional yeah. sports gambler. I'm just a fucking idiot sitting in his basement making picks. Yeah, if we were Shocked. professional sports gamblers, this podcast would be done a lot better. A hundred percent. And you, we would have a code for you to use BetMGM <laughs> right. as well. So that being said. That being said, we are fucking up for the year. So, oh yeah, you know, suck that, suck Take on those balls, you son of the bitches. Oh, yeah, dude, let's do it, Jeff. This is the weekend. Three and zero. We get. I think Warno. we go three and zero, and I think both. I think both our groups hit. That'd be. I mean, we're we are. God, we've just been on the edge the last like three weeks in our parlays, like multiple, like just missed one, just missed one, just missed one. Right. So it's coming. It's coming. Dude, I'm, I'm purposely betting the later games in our parlays. 
Yeah, I don't do that anymore. Uh, I kind of did that a little bit, but now I just don't fucking care, right? Because we all miss at all at random times. If you feel confident in something, just fucking roll with it. And fuck Brandon for, you know, being that guy. That's true. (laughs) I mean, I just, I honestly just felt like, boy, when we couldn't make it out of the noon games, it was because of my pick. Like, I messed up. And it's funny, like, I remember the one time you had TC on your pod, like, he gave me shit about, like, Lamar Jackson rushing touchdown, which is, like, plus 110. Like, it's extremely good odds, and he just tried to rip me to death for it. Well, yeah, well, and, like, with those, and I'll admit, like, I take long shots because I'm trying to pump up those odds, man. Like That's just it. Like, that's the other thing is, like, sometimes, like, for the old head Fairmont group, like sometimes I feel like I have to pick an anytime touchdown score with plus 200 or higher odds because otherwise we're not going to get paid nothing. And that's probably the stupid way to do it, but it's like, okay, here's our $25 for a return of 250 because everybody else picked like dolphins minus four and a half, you know, like they're all yeah. minus 110. So it's like, yep. well, somebody's got to juice this fucker up. Yeah. And so that's why we do it, right? So, yeah, yeah they're long shots. We know that. But I'd rather have a payout in the thousands than split, you know, $500 six ways. Like, yeah, it's pretty dope to send that screenshot. And it's like, oh, we got $25 in potential to win eight grams. Yeah, I right? love that. Like, that that gets me more excited. Like For sure. It, don't get me wrong. I mean, if you send me $80, I'll take it. But... It's not going to fucking do anything like for me. (laughs) And um, at this point, you and I, I mean, the money we put in was a total of, I put in $3. Yep. And we've hit three times. Mm -hmm. Twice on the the COD squad group and then once with the old heads. So, I mean, our ROI is through the roof. For sure. And we've paid right. it. We've paid ourselves twice, right? That's what I'm saying. So, like, I mean, but we put in three dollars for this, and we're still just rolling. Correct. So. That's my point, right? It's like we've we're for the year we're fucking up. So, bash us all you want. Let me see your balance sheet, right? But right. that's what makes this fun is putting these out there uh, into the world and letting people tell us how could you do that? Oh, because I'm a fucking idiot. Don't listen yeah. to me. <laughs> Fade me all day. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, bet against us because that book it with Trent guy's doing real well, and he everybody bets against him, and he he sucks. He, have you ever seen that guy? No, never heard of him. So yeah, book it with Trent on like Instagram and stuff. He does like these goofy little videos, like around Christmas time. It's like there's no presents under the tree. The wife's bitching, and then it'll be like Cowboys minus seven and a half. Book it, you know, like. <laughs> And then the Cowboys lose by, or they win by six. And it's like, well, it didn't hit Trent. And, but this guy, he's sponsored now. He's got a podcast. He's like sponsored by Betfred or something. It's like, okay, you don't have to be good. You just have to do it. You just have to pick. Yeah. Well, and that, but again, like that, that's what makes it all fun, right? It's, I, I want to hear you tell me my, my picks are shitty, right? Cause I'll live for it. Yeah. You're listening. That's great. I love it. Like, let's cook. It, and if you're in the state of Minnesota, place a bet. Yeah. And if we oh, know you can't. And if oh, we you know can't. you, yeah, we can't yet. If we know you, send us a text message. We'll have you on. You can make picks with us. Let's see how confident Love you that. are. Love that. 
Yeah, I love that. We should start to have guest bet pickers every once in a while. Not get out of hand here. All right. This isn't free will offering. This isn't make a wish. Get you on a podcast. <laughs> Jeez. Could be. We could turn it into that. Write it off. We Charity. Could. Hey. We better find some cooler friends. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Well, it's also not inaccurate. <laughs> Jeff's words, not mine. Oh, hey, I've seen who you roll with. Just kidding. I know. Just kidding. All right, brother. Well, this is good. It was great. Appreciate you. As always. Uh, yeah, love you, man. Why don't you wrap love this you shit too, up? Dog. All right. Uh, appreciate you all for spending your Friday morning with us. Uh, is it the last Friday of January? No, we got a whole nother week yet, right? Yeah, there's a whole nother week coming. Okay. Well, hey, it's the third Friday of the year. Go fuck it up. Have a baller day today as you're listening to us, but like comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, subscribe again. Be good, everybody. And whatever you do. Back to even. Don't be asking me about the bitches. Why you gotta be up in my business? Please leave me alone. I ain't being rude, swear that I just like my privacy. It ain't nothing wrong if you choosing not to ride with me. I got a sidekick, you know how Batman Robin be. Oh, Bonnie and Clyde, my feelings is down to ride. I just say the word, the dog is jumping the fence. I ain't say a word, let shorty say give me this Oh that was your girl, she screaming my government I hopped off the curb, I ain't looking back since